1: What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to another episode of Drinks with Johnny. I'm super psyched today because I have a very awesome guest, the legend, the living legend, Fletcher of Pennywise. How you doing today, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for doing the show, man. Yeah, yeah. So one of the last times we hung out, we were in uh, Spain, Madrid. We were in this little crappy fucking bar, shooting the shit, and they were making some really good Moscow Mules. So I figured, why not bring it back to that? So
2: there you go.
1: Show the kids at home. How to make a Moscow meal. Let's get into it.
2: You know that you know what the key to a Moscow Mule is, though. That's the right.
1: copper mug. I wouldn't put these out. Did today I talk, did
2: we talk about that that night? I'm sure we did. Because yeah. if you don't have a copper mug, it like interact. Copper interacts with your mouth differently than a regular glass. Really? Which sounds kind of weird, but <laughs> if you don't have a I I don't know mug, if I want to know. Her, yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever, it's, it's sour, right? If you, yeah. you know when you put a penny in your mouth. Oh, gotcha. So, so if you thing. make that drink without a copper mug, it doesn't, it doesn't taste the same. same. But if sense. you don't have a copper mug, just throw some dirty pennies. See, this guy's up.
1: teaching me things I've about done, drinks on my own fucking done, show. This is
2: why you're here. Hey, you throw dirty pennies. I would go to the <laughs> bar and you give me the pennies. And they're like, what, what the fuck do you want pennies for? I'm like, because they don't have the copper. Clean them with some vodka, throw them in there, and, and you can get a pretty decent tasting mosque m- in an emergency. Like in an emergency. emergency.
1: All right, so what we're going to do here, got some half limes already cut up. You're going to start off with that. Which is weird. I was looking at recipes on that. Most most of the time, you put the the booze in first, but not on this drink. Mm. So then we're gonna do some Grey Goose vodka for you. Yes,
2: yeah. You're
1: gonna do a two ounce pour, and you know, of course, here at Drinks with Giant, we do a little bit extra. There you go. And then I throw a little bit of mint in mine. All right. But you you know, I learned pretty recently. You gotta slap that shit. Yeah. Get the aromas going.
2: There you go. Alright, cool. Back in that. Seen
1: that. Now we're gonna throw some ice on top of this bitch. Yeah,
2: your hands, I, you wash your hands Of out. course, of course. Like I care.
1: <laughs> and then we're gonna get some good old-fashioned fucking ginger beer. Alright. Topper off. Alright, we're gonna fill it up with that. Yeah. We're gonna slice a little bit.
2: You cut your fingers off. Your I money. try I try
1: not to. It's it's you know. Watch the money. I don't wanna have to go to the hospital today. Yeah, yeah. There you go, man. All right. Moscow mule. Tell me what you think. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Boom. Let's have some fun. Spain. That really is a good cocktail, man. That is a good cocktail. Thanks, man. I'm glad they invented these. Yeah. All right, man. Cheers again. Thanks for being on the show. Let's go uh, sit on the couch and have a chat. All right. All right, it seems like a good time to take a minute and talk about our sponsor, Rescue Water. This is something that I've used for a while, and man, it has helped me through some, some wicked mornings. Uh, Rescue Water is something that you can drink before you go out and have a few drinks and then right before you go to bed have another one of these and i promise you your hangover will be immensely taken down a notch um this is something that i've used for a while you get out there you're drinking you're having a good time um and everyone's like man this is gonna hurt in the morning it doesn't always have to use a little rescue water and you'll feel a lot better that's r-e-s-q-w-a-t-e-r And uh, just go check them out at rescuewater.com. Use the Drinks With Johnny promo code. You'll get 25% off your first order. Uh, Again, that's R-E-S-Q-W-A-T-E-R.com. Go ahead and check that out. I promise you will not be disappointed. All right, man. So now I got you on the couch. I want to talk about, you know, some stories. But first I want to tell you the source of some of these stories that I got. Our good friend, our mutual friend in Dione who uh, couldn't be here today, but he was going to co-host the show, so we'll have to have him back on another time. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's really how uh, you and I met was through Diony. Yeah, sure. Um, so I want to go back. He was Pennywise's tour manager for a little bit when he was just a little shit 18-year-old uh-huh. kid, right?
2: Yeah, he probably started doing merch, and then I don't know if he went straight to tour manager. I think he, he he went to being our manager <laughs> based on a poorly written paragraph <laughs> of why he should be our manager. <laughs> i mean I wish that's
1: I still, that's punk rock for you dude like that's real yeah. life
2: <laughs> i wish i still had that shit because it was like worse than my spelling and punctuation it was terrible it was a terrible resume but he, got, but he, he worked got, out he got the fucking job and yeah and now he's he's the man yeah he worked his ass off
1: yeah he's a you know obviously he's a, our tour manager now too and very close personal friend so cheers Diony. yes yes so yeah, he, he mentioned a couple of things though that i want to i want to ask you about Mm-hmm. He says, you, I, I guess you've got a pretty memorable uh, Kid Rock story I want to ask you about.
2: Oh, the Kid Rock story.
1: Damn, <laughs> do I still tell that one? I guess so, man. I don't know. Oh. I have, for full disclosure, I have no idea what the majority of these stories I'm about to ask you about are at all. So this is going to be a complete shocker for me.
2: <laughs> Kid Rock. Yeah. I went out on, he was on the Warp Tour and we were off that year. It was like early. It was, it was, prior to him blowing up with okay. the ball with the ball right okay like song? yeah that was it but uh I mean I and I think he I think we're kind of good now but if I talk about it then we probably won't be good again for a while <laughs> if he hears this but whatever
1: no we don't have that many viewers yet yeah
2: <laughs> so he I got to the we did, I just went out there just for the weekend to just hang out because we weren't on that on that run and um got there started drinking no effects was out there Drinking rum and wound up on Kevin Lyman's bus with Daryl Eaton, and they started talking shit about this dude K- Kid Rock, who was on the tour, and who thought he was better than everybody else. I mean, keep in mind, like he—I don't even think he sold like ten records yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a like, full rock star yeah. mode, and and his manager—I forget whose manager was, but at that time, or he'll go unnamed. But like they were trying to strong arm Kevin to put him into better slot time slots on on the main stage which and, as
1: uh, as anyone who's done Warp Tour knows that you wake up in the morning you find out what time you're on stage mm-hmm. that there's there's no rhyme or reason to it at least you know sometimes I'm sure that they, they pull some strings behind the behind the scenes but
2: like when I'm hung over and I'm like yeah fuck, you yeah, yeah I'm not going you. out there and they're like See but we need
1: Pennywise you. on fucking Warp Tour
2: <laughs> we had to, we had some strings to be you only had to pull some strings yeah, I'm sure I'm sure due to fucking all-nighters but yeah he so they were just basically telling me that he was trying to manipulate the schedule, trying to move men's, like, no effects out of, out of the way so he could play here, there, whenever. And and they were just, like, laughing, just going, this guy's ridiculous. Like, he thinks he's got some clout out here. And you know how the warp Tour is, it's self-regulating. You know, you, oh, you totally. don't come out there like a rock star You or you get schooled. So yeah, you can try it, but it doesn't work. So he, uh, as we were talking about it, his manager rolled up on They're like here comes his manager right now to probably like tell us some shit about how he's got to be here or do that and i just fucking went off on the manager and just said are you fucking kidding me dude like these bands been out here for like five or six i don't even know how many years it was at that point and like you pay your dues out here and you're not better than anybody and you need to fucking check yourself and your boy and blah blah, blah and get the fuck off the bus and he was like okay sorry man and he just split <laughs> and then they were all crap we were all laughing and then he was like they were like let's go get kid Rocky's going on stage right now oh like, god oh. so he rolled over there and um there he was i never even seen the guy or heard of him i didn't know who he was period I had no totally. clue right and he was behind the stage and uh it's like warming up or whatever he's doing and you know me like i'm pretty just i'm not i wouldn't say i'm chill but i'm like not like I'm in into music just to be into music because I love it and I love yeah. playing punk rock and it's like everyone's created equal type of vibe, right? I go, hey man, what the fuck's up? And He's oh, he knew who I was. He's like, oh, what's up, Fletcher? What's up, bro? And blah blah. blah. I go, dude, what are you, what are you doing out here, man? What are you, why are you even out here? And he's like, I came to get all the bitches and all the money like you, Holmes. <laughs> oh boy, and I was like, oh dude, wrong answer. So that led to me. Ripping his uh, necklace off of his neck. The one he's wearing now, I, I bought him. That <laughs> other, the, the real one? Yeah, <laughs> the real one went in the swamp.
1: Oh, so fuck.
2: I, yeah, I threw that shit in the swamp, and I said, you're gonna have to make some sacrifices. If you want to be s- successful, you know, you're gonna, whatever, yeah, I'll yeah. it. I just punked him. And this is like really right before he just blows fucking Right, up. so. <laughs> He, he's a fuck Holmes, and like I'm like yeah, blah blah. Fucking check yourself. That's not what it's about. Like music, you know. It's not just trying to get bitches and money, you know. Like well, it's not. I mean, I know there's a few people that start <laughs> bands for that reason, but yeah, just not my philosophy. So yeah, I got gotcha. you. He goes out on stage. Probably like 500 people watching him. I mean, like he was on the main one of the main stages, and it was super empty, or you know whatever. And he gets his beer. And, What's up, boy? Tour. I'm fucking kid rocker, and I just walked up, took his beer out of his hand, and just guzzled it in front of them, just dropped it on the stage, <laughs> walked over, took all the faders on the, uh, on the monitor desk, just fucking elbow slid them all up full blast. Oh, at that point, all the security was after me, so there was about 10 dudes chasing me and nowhere to go, so I just like did a belly flop into one of those portable chain links and oh, dude. knocked over all all the dirt bikes that were out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like one of those movies where all the bikes just get knocked over. Just like laid out dominoes, yeah. yeah. That was the only Kid Rock interaction that night, but shit just went south, and we had to take a taxi to the train station. Then we had to take the train station to New York. Then we had to get another taxi into like uh, Randall's Island, where the warp Tour was, because mm-hmm. that's where like, all my people were. And so we just made that ride, like completely fucking hungover, covered in blood, just did the did that whole circuit. Got Do you remember there.
1: what time you had to play that day? No, we weren't
2: playing. We were. I was. Oh, just that's like, right. There's in the between. On vacation. Yeah, <laughs> but like my all my people.
1: You're not even on the fucking tour. This is the yeah. story that you get. Yeah, so
2: I get there and everyone's just shaking their head at me because I like broke a, a couple of semi windows. I broke NoFX's bus window. I, I broke a bunch of shit. I was trying to jump my rental car off the landing ramp over one of the tour buses, but my partner in the rental car fucking drove that thing like six miles away and
1: he's like, like nah hit it. He hit it. Like for I was
2: we were setting the ramps up. We got a forklifts. We were getting ready to go for it. I could have pulled it off, I'm pretty sure. You know, I was a rental <laughs> car. An evil, can evil, and show. That would the most badass story. <laughs> that would have been dude. rad, I don't, dude. I have to do that eventually. <laughs> but so I get there, and everyone's like shaking their head at me, and I'm like, and walking away, I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, oh man, you fucked up. Like you better go see Kevin. So Kevin's like, oh dude, yeah, Kid Rock. He goes, first of all, you did about fucking three thousand dollars worth of damage to vehicles. You pay for that, and then Kid Rock. says so he's gonna take his publishing advance and have you fucking killed. He's gonna. Put in a contract on you. And I'm like, really? And I, I think he said the Hells Angels, which anyone that threatens been. people with the Hells Angels is usually lying, but I know he's friends with those dudes. So, because I'm friends with them. So, but, gotcha. So, anyways, so I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Like, you got to fucking apologize to him and blah, blah, blah. I go, all right, well, tell him I'm here. And he rolled up with like 10, I don't know, 8, 10 dudes. <laughs> and i was just standing there. He's, what's up, Mom? And I was like, nothing. Apparently, I was pretty drunk last night. and. And he's like, he fucking came at me gangster style. Fucking Lyman and Daryl Eaton. I was like, what? (laughs) Lyman and Daryl Eaton are gangsters? I was like, come (laughs) on, dude. I was like, those guys, I mean, shit. So I was like, well, you know, I don't want to tell you, like, fucking, I was probably out of line, so I was wasted. I don't even know you. And he goes, my fucking son bought me that necklace. And I was like, how old's your son? His son was like five. I'm like... How did he afford like a $400 fucking rope? Like, you know, I'm like, but anyways, I was. he's like, yeah, you know, you know, I go, what? I go. Wait
1: a minute. I still want to know. <laughs> I, I,
2: I, I never, he never told me. I, <laughs> I just thought it. I was like, that's kind of you know, like a big purchase for a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, he was like, fucking, so he's like, what's up? And I'm like, I don't know. Do what you got to do. You know, like, I'm right here. If you fucking feel the need to, you got to attack me with your boys, go for it. But. There's a woman a new fucking necklace i go i apologize because that's what i got to do here right you know <laughs> i was I was kind of sorry I yeah you're um, a little sorry yeah. i was a little remorseful of my actions and um <laughs>
1: Only a little
2: so time. he was like yeah you know buy me a fucking new necklace and blah 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 and i was like all right cool i'll get you the necklace so he was doing like an mtv interview and i like walked up i think i might have had cash or a check or something i fucking rolled up all, hey here's that fucking that dough I owe you, bro, and he's like, "Oh, okay, cool, thanks, butcher." And so I just wanted to like document it, like you know, <laughs> get it, get it documented. That's in. brilliant. I'm sure the people at MTV love that.
1: But you said at the beginning of this story, you you're, you and, and Kid are, are cool now.
2: Well, we uh, so a few. Then he blew up. Then he sold like millions of records, right? Yeah. And so time. we were playing this radio show with them at like West Palm Beach, and they were headlining, and we were like you know low low men on the totem pole. And like when we got done. Uh, I think the only might have been there. Actually, when we got done, these these guys came over and they're like, hey, you got to exit the property. We're like, what? We'll work for Kid Rock. You're out of here. Get on your bus and leave. We're like, fuck, look at all this booze and food. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. We've just been <laughs> done playing. And the guy's like, well, it's in the contract that you fucking, are to leave the property. It's Kid Rock show. The minute you're done playing, you're on your bus and out. And we go, see the contract. So come back. And St- Stuart Taggart was... Tour managing at that time, but I think the only might have been there. But dude comes back with this contract and goes, "You see this?" And Stuart just like and and he had a couple security guards with him. Snatched out his hand, crumples it up, throws it on the fucking floor, and goes, "What contract?" And he goes, "Oh," like they were just totally flustered. They didn't know what to do. We're like, "We're not going anywhere until all our booze is gone and all this food's gone." And I go, "Tell Kid Rock Fletcher wants to see him." So I haven't seen him since. It's been a couple years now. He sold like what three million records or some shit, right? I'll go, he, he comes back and he goes, come with me. And we open the door and it's like, I swear to God, dude, they had a throne for him. He was he was sitting on like a fucking throne. <laughs> like a port. you know, like they bring a goddamn throne for this motherfucker to sit on in his dressing room. You gotta be comfortable out on the road. Hey, man, you he gotta look good too. <laughs> he's got no shirt on. He's got a fucking, he's got the chain I bought him. And he's smoking a cigar. And it was like when he had all those strippers on tour with him in cages. So there was like 20 fucking... Hot chicks naked, like just getting ready. Back, it was just like something out of a fucking Van Halen video or something, like you know, like maybe one of your videos. I don't know, but it was like back in the day, yeah, back in the day. It was, uh, <laughs> oh, that was, one, it was fucking. I was just looking around and it was like people smoking weed, people doing bumps, like boobs, fucking Kid Rock just on his throne, and he just goes. How can I help you, Fletcher? And <laughs> just like sunglasses on, no shirt. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking. But
1: the way he asked too, like he's like he's the fucking Godfather. Uh-huh. I love it. And How can I, I go help well?
2: You? I go well. This is on
1: the day of my mother, my daughter's wedding. I just,
2: I just, look, I looked around and I just go, well, I guess the joke's on me. And he goes, I guess so. Uh-huh. And I was like, he's all. That's what? a solid burn, though. It was, and he was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like shit. Our dressing room has got like. You know, a couple of coolers and some fucking <laughs> a veggie trains and some Doritos. You got naked bitches and cocaine everywhere. Yeah. Not that I would want that in my room, but, you know, whatever. It looked pretty good. So, like, it was, uh, it was just... You want to be bummed about it. Not my style, but it was funny <laughs> as fuck. Like, we just want to chill and watch a show, and they're saying we got to leave. And so he allowed us to watch the show, and we've been cool. But then, for years after that, like, he's been telling people he fucked, fucked me up and shit. Beat me up and all these other miss myths, myths truths, untruths. Hmm. So it's been kind of bad for a while. Like there's a back and forth going on. But then I heard recently he told Yellow Wolf that I fucking whooped his ass. So I knew a guitar player that was playing with Yellow Wolf. I go, don't mention my name around Kid Rock, dude. Trust me. <laughs> I've had a couple people like played pranks on other people. And go, oh, you're with Kid Rock? Tell him Fletcher says hi. And they just get fucking attacked by security guards and shit. So... <laughs> Apparently now we're cool. Like I
1: said, the living legend. Yeah, so right here.
2: He'll probably re-hate me after this, but kid, we're cool. You're all right, I guess. Hey, right, moving on to
1: another story here. Um, I hear that there's a Vanilla Ice story that you have. Oh,
2: vanilla Ice story? <laughs> <laughs> vanilla Ice? That's not that long. It's not. It's not that good of a story. It's decent, I guess. But
1: well, let's let's get into it, man. What 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 is this the Vanilla Ice story, man? I don't even know. Never met the dude, never done anything. I think I... I think it was great in that movie with Adam
2: Sandler, by the way. That was fucking hilarious. But, uh... he's. I think he's pretty cool, actually. Um. I think I got kicked out of... So, remember that, like, celebrity... What was it? Celebrity Deathmatch? Or... Not Deathmatch, but they... Like... Celebrities were boxing each other?
1: Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. Our buddy Benji uh, Was Benjamin it Donnie, from... Donnie
2: Bonaducci versus Kid Kid Rock? I mean, uh, Vanilla uh, Ice?
1: Vanilla Ice. I think that sounds vaguely familiar, yeah.
2: So there was that that time when that was happening where they were having these, like, washed-up, sorry, <laughs> fucking celebrities. Yeah,
1: no, uh, you know, the past their Past their careers. Past the prime. Retired. Let's call them retired Off celebrities. After I
2: don't really watch that much of it, but anyways, that night... I think it was Danny Bonaduce from the Partridge family who, remember his show, he was that fucking steroid freak of nature. Yeah, he was on the... Out of his mind.
1: That house show where there all the celebrities were like, Oh, no, no, no. No, but he had his he own has, show he had his for his own while, show for a Atlanta.
2: while. Yeah, he was just a hothead. Yeah. And uh, so he fought Vanilla Ice, if I'm correct on that, and Vanilla Ice got his ass kicked. Tank Abbott, local... Yeah, HB Tank, guy, yeah. HB. Was, was Vanilla Ice's trainer. And I always heard Tank Abbott fucking was. He's
1: he a bar fighter around barfighter here. Writer. He went to he went yeah. to my high school, yeah. not the same year, but yeah.
2: Yeah, you're trying to say you're younger than him?
1: No, I'm much older. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, so, fletch. <laughs> so, uh,
2: anyways, like, I think I got kicked out of a No Effects Show across the street at the at the House of Blues for some stupid shit. I think they called the LAPD on me and they escorted me out of the building, which is whatever i went across to the hyatt and tank abbott was in there with vanilla ice and a bunch of other people but first thing i did was walked up to tank abbott and this is fucking stupid because that guy would mop me up i think (laughs) he's a Um, pretty bad motherfucker i mean anybody can knock anybody out if they get a lucky shot yeah yeah totally i don't know he's probably not that easy to knock out but i just walked up and i said hey i heard you like to fuck fuck people up in bars and shit i go so what about me i go you're putting do you want to fu- do you want to fuck me up, and just straight up to him, and he just looked. And he's, I mean, he, I was taller than him, but he was big. He's a dude. big dude. he just still me- see
1: him walking on the boardwalk here, like just, just walking it. now. He's, he used to be jogging up and down the fucking boardwalk, and then I'd see him at the fucking bar yeah. right afterwards. Still drinking. Last I knew, I don't know, man. I got to reach out to him. I'd be a good fucking guest, huh?
2: So, I mean, I was I was basically doing. I wasn't trying to fight the dude. I was just testing the waters and just doing like comical in a comical way but he just looked gave me one so he goes not unless you got 250,000 bucks <laughs> and I was like damn that was a good fucking comeback that so, was
1: probably right around the time when he was in the WCW too
2: yeah he was he, he was, was
1: doing the pro wrestling stuff that, that yeah, they, yeah he they, was, they pay pretty well
2: um, I money. mean well he was getting that that for fights like that's the true ring, yeah MMA fights so anyways Vanilla Ice was there and Vanilla Ice had lost and uh I started talking to him, and I don't remember exactly what I said, but I eventually made him cry. Which is, I didn't like, not in a mean way, but like, kind of like, like I don't know. I don't remember exactly <laughs> that what was the said, story. But it, it I said. I made her cry. I don't remember if it was mean well, it was or happy like tears. Like, was it sad down, tears? Breaking happy down his tears? his career and the fact, like, he was kind of going through it. I don't know, but I mean, the flip side is like, he was going through because he, he got beat by fucking like, danny Bonaducci or whoever <laughs> yeah. it was wasn't
1: too happy about that I'm and
2: sure. and his career was in the shitter obviously at that point in time getting a lot of backlash and stuff and so i kind of like i didn't harsh on him i was like you know things are bad blah blah blah. and i kind of just brought up like bad points to then bring him back up a little bit like say it could get bad and then it could get better you know pep talk type of shit. but like the bad things. For, kind of broke him to the point of where he started tearing up and crying a little bit and I'm all dude you're good and and then uh yeah I I wound up giving my phone number to call me because he was kind of like he was kind of like pretty bummed on life I think at that point so yeah it was kind of like more I felt I I wasn't trying to make him feel bad I was trying to pump him up pump him up but I had to say the bad things first and he didn't respond well to that and then he kind of talked well, about, me. Well, at least like, you, you were trying. You reached out. That's good. He's like, i have been in a dark place, and this didn't help. And I'm like, dude, you fucking always can climb out and give him a pep talk and give him my phone and number. He did.
1: And like I said, he was in that call. Adam Sandler movie. He's got, like, some HDTV show where he's he building that, fucking houses yeah, and shit.
2: Yeah, that, he's killing it on that shit. Yeah, it's great. He's, built, he's rebuilt the empire. I uh, heard about this story
1: in Japan. You're out in Japan. Godzilla haircut.
2: What the fuck does that all mean? Godzilla haircut you see you're hearing this shit from Dione who drinks like two beers a he night
1: re- he, re- he recants everyth- yeah. re- everything recalls everything i my like recant.
2: 40 deep and he's like two so my <laughs> memory is a little bit faded I actually yeah so what happened that night well Japan you know how Japan is it's just it's crazy it's awesome I love Japan but
1: I mean especially for someone of your stature too like I kind of fit in with, the, with all the don't Japanese know, people. I there's tall
2: people there. I, I mean, there's like, some, but I mean, like... Right. You're right there.
1: I'm, I'm about, yeah, I'm about right there with them. You know, maybe the females, but, you know. But, I mean, I, I can imagine you walking around yeah, in Tokyo definitely.
2: would be would be quite the same. Yeah, it is, though. It's full Godzilla shit. And if I'm drunk, <laughs> it's even worse. Godzilla drunk. Which you're never drunk. Right, never. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tone it back from now on, because I... I uh, Opie from Long Beach, Stub just got arrested for having a for smoking a joint. Well, he actually,
0: I it's know, he legal now. A,
2: not in Japan. He was, oh, in Japan, he He's looking it. at 14 years, dude, for a joint and a couple buds. And that they had him in it, there. <laughs> they had him in there, and there's nothing U.S. consulate could do. Like, luckily, the fingerprints on the apparatus that had the buds in it didn't come back with his fingerprints on it, because a fan put it in there. You know what I mean? They yeah. A backpack is a gift, right? right and so uh man that scares me knowing that they locked him up and there was nothing that anyone could do no bailout no nothing and it's hard labor and the shit that i've gotten away with over there man i've had some fun in japan man it Gets crazy but that night was like coming from a show i think we're all wasted and we're rolling and uh and some guy like had a table set up out there with watches like you know the Canal Street special with a bunch of fake Rolexes fucking, and yeah. shit. And um, he was like high pressure sail- sailing us. And we were just walking by on the way to the bar and he was just being a dick. And uh, it kind of escalated. I mean, I might have been being a dick too, but <laughs> something happened where he like crossed the line. You I might was, not
1: like, have been being a dick. You were just drunk and having a I was like
2: trying to watch on or something and he didn't yeah. like that I touched the watch. And he's like, put the watch down. And then I can't remember if I... He came at me, but I can't remember. I I like pulled out a fake knife, but I didn't actually have one. I just, it just—it was an invisible knife. I started like stabbing him. All his moves were based on like straight up. Like I had a knife. Yeah. It was kind of hilarious. He, he was—he
1: was getting ready for a knife
2: fight for about thirty seconds. Like he thought I had a knife, and I didn't. And I thought, was
1: for some reason I'm envisioning the the beat it video with yeah. Michael Jackson's like dancing around. Totally.
2: <laughs> I mean, he escaped all my fucking strikes, but <laughs> it wouldn't have cut him anyways because it was an air knife. But he was fucking. He was moving around and shit, and then we figured out he didn't have a knife. He got really mad and came running at me, and I picked up Dione and fucking just did a full WWE wrestling fucking slam onto his table full of watches, like right <laughs> right in the middle.
1: Oh, I would have loved and, to have seen that. I dude, picked just up Dione threw the, right, fucking the
2: fucking table, in the balls, and just went like wham right in the middle of like 500 watches. And it just exploded, and that was pretty mean.
1: That's uh, so a hard, that that should have won you the hardcore title right there, man.
2: And it was pretty funny. <laughs> and then obviously the guy was super mad about that, but like we just kind of walked off laughing because of
1: that. No, fight. he wasn't going to be mad about you breaking all of his $20 watches? He
2: totally, you know, he stood back because he knew I had the invisible knife, so he didn't really, <laughs> he didn't want to fuck with me. My, still not, he still the knife. I don't know if, like, maybe I body slammed Dione first, and then he came at me, and I was doing the invisible knife, which would have be actually funnier, and that might have been how it went down, but it just turned into, like, us just laughing. He was a dick, so he had it coming. I just didn't do it out of blue, but we, we just walked around the don't corner. Don't be
1: a dick around Fletcher.
2: Yeah, if I'm drunk. That was a bad idea.
1: Probably not, not a good idea if you're sober, though, too. Uh, <laughs> depends.
2: Whatever happened, we just went around to this bar, and um, we were with Benny our merch guy rest in peace and uh I had long hair for like 20 years I think some long ass fucking metal hair yeah he dude would, he would have been proud very proud and
1: uh I remember I know, those
2: days yeah I don't know what provoked me to want to cut it but I I got a pair of scissors from the bartender and went in the bathroom and just <laughs> chopped the ponytail off it was like about that long and I went back and Ben Ben our merch guy was talking and I shoved it in his mouth and just Put him in a headlock and shoved it in there, uh, which pretty nasty. Hair in the mouth is not good.
1: No. That's and not fun.
2: And then try and like I don't know where Tony was Tony was there actually. And then forced Ben in the bathroom and then cut his hair. And then me and Ben co forced the bartender. And this was like a bar where they didn't want us in there. Like it wasn't like a raging, it was like an upper class Japanese bar and Yeah, they all all have
1: a certain amount of etiquette and rules in in Japan when you go around anywhere. Like, it's all very proper.
2: They're wearing, like, the bartenders are wearing, like, velvet vests, and they actually said no, like, when we first got there, but our translator, like, talked them into letting us stay. It wasn't, like, super crowded or anything, but eventually we got that guy in the the bathroom, pinned him in there and tried to cut his hair, and he was really not happy. I mean, (laughs) he didn't speak any English. No. And he fucking went, like... Bruce Lee in there. He did not, he was not having it. Dude. Oh, yeah. We, that would the, not have been a The handlers were like, get out of here now, get out of here now, because there's a lot of Japanese yelling and shit going on, and they're like, go. So we bounced out of there and made it back to the hotel, and I guess like five cops showed up, and they spent like two hours talking him out of whatever they were going to do. <laughs> And I don't. I mean, obviously, they never gave him my name.
1: I could just picture this. I've been to Japan so many times. Like, you didn't decide to do that, like the Rock Rock Bar or anything like that, that which I'm sure you've been. Yeah, you could do anything you want. The Rock Rock Bar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you went to a normal, like, nice restaurant bar, probably, right?
2: Yeah, it was just a random. It was like the first one we could find after the Godzilla Table Slam. Like it was just (laughs) like around the corner. Like, oh, we'll go in here and take shelter. Dubbed the Godzilla Table Slam. It was kind of hiding. We were hiding from the. the the watch seller just in case he called the cops so we were like ducking away into some bar and that didn't work out either so
0: wherever you're listening to this podcast make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review if you want to listen to this show ad-free head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member you'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests discounts on merchandise in our shop and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck.
1: They're so proper over there. I'll tell you a quick story. We, were, we got in a cab. We're all hammered. And uh, we, had a, we had a fun dinner or whatever. My wife was there. She smacked, like the windows were so clean and they had those automatic doors open. Yeah, she door smacked used. her fucking face against it. <laughs> and like, and we are all standing, and I'm standing on the other side and smoking a cigarette, looking at it. And she goes, like right against the fucking face on the other side. So we're laughing about that. We get in all of our taxis to go back to the, the A&A hotel. And we're laughing about it. We're telling the story. And like, I actually got shushed by the cab driver. He's got his white gloves. And he goes, shh. We're like, did, did we just get really? shushed in a cab? Is that did that really just happen? Mm. And that's just like how how they are about like fucking etiquette and everything. It's it's pretty insane. All right, man, I got one more story I gotta ask you about though. Yeah, yeah. This one I heard a little bit about. I think it kinda goes along the lines of having that that fake knife. I mean, you used to perform cleansings on the road. Cleanses. Uh what, can you describe for the people watching and listening uh, what, what, what this cleanse was all about?
2: Uh, that's That starts in Japan, too, actually. Oh, nice. It's yeah. a good little segue right there, huh? They, had, uh, they have uh, BB guns are illegal. I mean, uh, real guns are illegal in Japan, which is awesome. And um, so they make BB... I mean, they have them here now. They're airsoft, right? They're electric BB guns. Yeah. But over in Japan, like... They got entire stores filled with every make and model of gun you could ever dream of. That's a BB gun, like from shotguns to forty fives to fucking AKs, and yeah. they are exact fucking replicas. Like yeah. you cannot tell the difference on these things. So, I heard about them and I went to I went to buy one and I was with Randy, our bass player, and he just and he's like, you know what? If you fucking shoot me with that, I'm fucking flying home because he's like watching me. Wait, right, he said it before you even like... I hadn't even bought it. I was just like, dude, relax. I'm fucking trying to conduct some business in here and he's just like... He, you also, he also just gave you the idea. Too. Pete, oh, I had the idea long before that but like everyone, everyone's getting shot in my mind, you know? But I'm just so stoked how gnarly this thing is. It's like fucking a little riddle of beer cans to shreds, you know, in five yeah. seconds. But he keeps on starting to out, escalate his voice, yelling and shit. And I'm like, hey, get the fuck out of here. So he goes outside and he's like, I'm fucking dead serious. You know, when I come out with my guns, he's like, you fucking shoot me one time, I'm on a fucking plane. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> so I get back to the hotel. And so I start shooting everybody else. He comes to my door like a couple of days in and he just knocks on the door and goes, fuck, man. Just fucking shoot me and get it over with. I go, relax, dude. I told him I'm not going to shoot you. So like, just fucking do it. Like he's. The suspense yeah. is killing him now.
1: Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to walk around every day just like uh, walking on fucking gl- eggshells around you, like he just knowing fucking, it's happening. Wants to
2: get fucking shot now. But so that night we got really drunk at a at a restaurant, and we had to go do a radio interview. I go, hey bro, I got this idea, and he goes, what is it? I go, it's called the cleansing, you know. Like for your sins and shit, anything you've done, misappropriations you've conducted lately, like you get against the wall, shirt off, and I fucking. Blast! You unload the whole clip on you from like twenty feet. The
1: whole fucking clip.
2: Whole on clip. which one? The AK or AK or 60. So sixty, and and then I go. Then you do me. We, huh. we take turns, you know. And he goes, let's do it. Let's do it. So he got all happy about it because he was drunk, and and so later that night after the radio interview, we went back, got the BB gun, got in the hotel room. It's on. It's on film. It's on the from the ashes DVD. At least him getting shot. I didn't, I We gotta didn't get it. We gotta get a piece of that. That's pretty funny. So you can't move. You gotta take it. You know, that's yeah, like, that's, that's the whole the idea. It's like, you gotta take the, it's like 50 lashes or some shit, right? Or like what's up Did you ever play that game? Man, up. It fucking hurts. Trust me. It's like a blowtorch. It's, it leaves a big ass like quarter size. Well, it's like raised up a quarter inch. I mean, they, they, they penetrate, they will draw blood, but it's more like a blood blister
1: fuck that you get closer Did you get know. 60 of those
2: yeah it's like but it's so it's like it's literally like four seconds yeah but it's just, and uh it's it pretty badass so i lit him up pretty good and then he fucking got me and i swear to god he just stayed in one place like i was spreading him out on his oh and he just he just held it as it like he a,
1: just fucking held it as know, steady
2: as like he could Low torch but i got fucking <laughs> boar skin so I barely had a mark on me but he was just welted up and oh. just, everyone was just like no fucking way so it just everyone's like what happened I'm like well it's a cleansing you know Like, you, gotta cleanse you, yourself. Know, you, gotta, so you guys are out here on the road doing bad shit you, wanna, you gotta yeah, cleanse come by so like crew members <laughs> were like knocking on my door going I'll take one and I'm like yeah and then so it turned into and jimmy, they came to you jimmy, they singer, came to the singer, prophet singer, are you fucking kidding me <laughs> you fuckers are lining up to get shot by this fucking asshole like jimmy was so fucking pissed off about it and i'm like hey dude i can't help it you know like, I, they, hey they, they want to come it. they, they want to come, come to the to the priest and then we had this one <laughs> on the warp tour dude one time this kid random kid wanted a cleansing and a couple kids did so think, are you talking about like fans yeah uh yeah fans like yeah so we're out there in the warped room. I, I light up a couple of kids. Do this one kid, get him against chain of fence, and he comes over a little bit, like an hour later, and he's like, "Hey man, can I talk to you?" I was like, "What's up?" He's like, "I done some, I done some real bad shit." So I think I need, I think I need two. And he wasn't like fucking around; like he thought this shit actually worked. Like you know, like if I shoot him with a BB gun, he's absolved. And <laughs> he didn't know soon. that you
1: that he he didn't didn't you just wanted you know, to fucking slash people to with torture people. <laughs> people
2: you know. So he actually thinks it's real and he back. I think back that's and, how I think that's how all religion started now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so I'm all you sure he's like, yeah, man, trust me, I I done some fucked up shit and I just can I just get one more? And he was dead serious. I'm like, get against the fence and I fucking hammered him. So he's got like hundred and twenty welts and I came in close on that fucker too. I, it was an unnecessary roughness for sure. <laughs> but he it turns out he was like a senator's son. It's like eighteen year old kid. At the at the Warp tour and it like trickled back to Kevin. Like, I wonder if he's an actual senator now. <laughs> I hope not. But if he's fucking <laughs> sinner, he probably is. We
1: gotta look. We gotta look that shit up.
2: But uh, yeah, fact they, check. Basically, like yeah, he, Kevin. It came back to Kevin and Kevin got almost got in trouble and it turned into a, a thing for a minute of like where I shot the fucking senator's child, and <laughs> whatever. But, you know, but he asked for it. He should have got the waiver. He should have got the waiver, man. A lot of people man. have gotten cleansed, and I've gotten a couple <laughs> myself. I'm about due for another one, actually. Come think of it.
1: You know, I'm not ready for it yet. I'm sure you are. Right. Uh, no, no, no. A couple no, more Moscow mules. A couple, couple more Moscow when mules. When I start my <laughs> podcast, guess what your first order of business is?
2: <laughs> ah, Get cleansed. I'm going to be busy that day, Fletcher. I don't know if I can make it. I offered it to Johnny Knoxville, and he wouldn't do one. Like, I showed Jeff Tremaine the tape. Like, yeah. And... Back when like Jackass was like number two was coming up or something. Or just when there's like Knoxville saw the tape and was like, fuck, no, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> the guy Nothing. the guy took like a fucking bullet,
2: like back Dude, in the day. Yeah, he's, he's a maniac. I couldn't yeah, believe he turned he's
1: kinda out. He's kind of surprised. Maybe he just thought you are gonna come in within like inches on him. With my invisible knife. Thanks again, man. It's had, it's had a lot nice of fun. Tasty. We'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Peace. And a very special thanks to Fletcher for being on the show. Fletcher and Pennywise are currently out on the road in Europe right now. So check out their dates at PennywiseDOM.com. That's PennywiseDOM.com. And then in September, looks like they're gonna be out uh, in the States with some of my very favorite bands, notably Rancid and Suicidal Tendencies. So if you wanna go check them out, again, check out PennywiseDOM.com for tour dates and find out where they're gonna be near you. Thanks for checking out the show. Uh, We had a blast today and hope you did as well. If you did, hit the subscribe button. Leave us a couple of comments. We'd love to hear from you. And while you're at it, go check out drinkswithjohnny.com. We got some exclusive merch and a slew of other stuff there. And uh, as well as the archives to our previous episodes. So again, if you like what you heard, check out drinkswithjohnny.com. We'll see you next time. Cheers.